I'm Amy, sex educator, somatic sex and relationship coach, and sex shop owner. And I'm April, VP of an international high-end pleasure products company and boss queen sex toy mogul. We're best friends who make our own rules about who we are as sexual beings. With everything from how to be a badass in the bedroom to top tips for bringing your relationship to the next level, we have something just for you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com. Hello, everyone. Hey, everybody. It's uh, episode number... 58. I know that this 58, time. 58. Good job. <laughs> this Amy's time I'm actually on it. On it. We're yeah. in the high 50s. That we have a really good. great episode in store for everyone today. Yeah. On something that is kind of out of the box, but definitely available to the masses. Anybody could apply it. So it's, it's super juicy. We actually went, recorded it live from the studio, w- the, studio the sexy studio of Jaylene Bennis, the creator of Bondassage. We know that you all want to know what that is, and we will tell you a little bit more about that shortly. Stay tuned for that. Stay tuned. So uh, to start, I want to do a correction from last week's podcast when I said that I'm teaching a workshop in Chicago. That is still true. It's a G-spots, P-spots, and squirting slash female ejaculation 101 workshop, and it is true that is at taboo taboo in chicago but the date i said was wrong it is not on tuesday it is on wednesday uh and it is not early in the day as i said i thought i think i said it was at seven i'm pretty sure it starts at nine so <laughs> i think they wait till the you store were on closes california time. I was on that's california why, time that's why yeah, so uh, you can find the information. So this is on the 27th of June. That is Wednesday, 27th. Uh, I'm teaching at Taboo Taboo. And uh, I am pretty sure that it is from 9 to 10.30 in the evening when the store closes. Um, you can learn more if you go look up Taboo Taboo. And it's T-A-B-O-O and separate word T-A-B-O-U. O-U, yes. And so go look that up and you can find out for more information and come learn and from that's me. That's in Chi-Town. Shout out to the Chi-Town peeps out there. Love you. Chi-Town. Uh, we also have a sex question, but before we do that, we want to uh, highlight the fact that it is Pride Month. Yeah, it is. June is Pride Month. So shout out to anybody that is anything that has to do with, with loving pride. Yeah, love is love. Fool. LGBTQIA. Q, oh my God, there's so many of them. There's a lot of, uh, it's an acronym for um, representing all the folks out there that identify with um, the LGBTQI community. And if you don't identify with LGBTQIA, you know, asexual, demisexual, there's so many of them, um, intersex, then uh, you are can also be an ally. Thanks yeah. to the A can stand for ally. I'm meaning an ally. I'm a major ally. You, you're, yeah, you're heteroflexible, but yeah, I guess yeah. You, you would still, you're still a... Uh, you don't have to deal with a lot of things that a lot I've of LGBT been to like folks Dyke deal Day with. In LA, super fun. We just had Pride in Santa Cruz. It's Pride always fun. in Santa Cruz is super fun. Pride's I've been to Pride in Salt Lake City, Utah. It's awesome. It's just it's, a big celebration of love. Yeah, it's rainbows everywhere, and people are out just like hanging out. People party. People well, represent. I think that's people one of the people don't have to party. One of the things I've heard about Pride is that people get upset that. Um, a lot of folks use it as an excuse to just party and right. they're not there for the cause really. They're just like, Oh, it's an excuse to get drunk on the but streets. FYI, people use um, anything 
as an excuse to party. Totally. They're like, it's Friday. Let's party. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, Monday. there's a group of people here. I'll well, party. Let's party. Yeah. Why not? Let's party. So, I mean, it is what it is. As long as I think that you're having fun and you're keeping it sex positive, do what you want to do on, on Pride Day. And contribute in some way. You know, find a way to contribute. How can you, if you're an ally already, then how can you be an even bigger ally? Um, here's a couple facts for you that I don't know. You know how I feel about facts and statistics. I can't vouch for them being absolutely perfect because usually the pool of humans that it's taken from is quite skewed. But um, so 42% of people who are LGBT report living in an unwelcoming environment. About 80% of LGBT folks, um, LGBT youth report severe social isolation. Around 6 in 10 LGBT students report feeling unsafe at school because of their sexual orientation. 90% of teens who are LGBT come out to their close friends. Well, that's good. I'm glad people are coming out. There's a lot more statistics you can find online, but um, the moral of the story is... Be nice to everybody. This is a huge issue. L- LGBT folks, especially LG- LGBT youth, are highly victimized, and I know a lot of people are highly victimized based on race and um, gender and Sexual orientation, orientation. Yeah. Uh, but this is a month to create awareness specifically for LGBT folks and the things that are they're still dealing with and that are uh, happening constantly. And I read this this one fun fact that said, I think when it said like a hundred, ho- oh, home homosexuality happens in uh, fifteen hundred species. Homophobia only happens in humans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. they're like, n- you know, now you, you still think it, that it's something that is uh, made by choice. The choice is actually the homophobia. It's it's uh, uh, nature's natural um, process to diversify orientation uh, in many species. In fact, like over a thousand of them. And um, and that's that's not the choice of the individual. It's uh, the how they choose to um, hate or accept is the choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come from love, like we always talk about. Coming from love and abundance rather than scarcity and fear. Love is love. It's very easy to do. Yep. Should we read a sex question? Sex question. We have a sex question. Do you want to read this? Sure. It's anonymous. It. It's kind of it's it's anonymous and I get it. It's a it's a hard one. It's anonymous. The subject is does size matter? Hi, I'm a 28-year-old male who has not had sex for a couple of years. The reason for this is that I have a small penis and I have never had good confidence in bed because of my size, around two and a half inches erect. I love myself as a person, but I don't know if I will ever learn to love my penis. I have been laughed at in bed before and I'm just sick of low self-esteem levels. Any advice on what I can do apart from getting surgery would be greatly appreciated. Oh, man. You know what? Thank you so much for emailing us and for sharing your vulnerability because that is such, I'm sure it was a difficult thing to even write and um, being laughed at is just fucked up and that is not fair. Yeah, that's that terrible. Is that person or those people, whoever it was that did that, is that's their stuff. And um, yeah, I think that's hard because we live in a culture that, and there's a lot of cultures out there that do this. And there's some cultures who hate on big penises. Honestly, there there are cultures there that actually don't look at it as some big symbol of fertility. It's more of a, a curse or something that's really hard to deal with because um, there is truth to that. And we do live in a culture that glorifies the big old dick from uh, mostly from porn. I'm scared of big penises. Me too. I have a shallow vagina, and I was just talking about this yesterday. Um, I prefer um, average to below average size penises. Uh, so there are people out there that would prefer your cock size. 
And yeah, big dicks, a lot to deal with a lot of folks. And this is actually a stat and I don't know where it's from, but I've read that um, a lot of folks that enjoy larger penises probably have a larger canal that it can it can fit in. It feels better for them to have um, the well endowed uh, girth and length in their bodies because their bodies are different. So size size shapes all over. Well, an, an average penis size is uh, depending on what country. Depending on what country. So we're talking about here in North America. Um, it's going 5. to be between eight inches erect. Oh, I'm going to say give it say between four and six inches. <laughs> I have a I have, we'll a, give it a, I have a chart because I sell penis toys. And it says five point eight. Five point eight in North America. Okay, so I like the sound. United of States basically was where it was. I just like the sound between four and six better because it allows sure. for more room definitely I say, but they take the average so think about it average is all the people um documented and then dividing them by the number of people so of course between four and six is sounds better yeah. <laughs> actually <laughs> six would be on the larger side oh you, you know that's yeah. yeah that's very much so above uh, more in the above average and so this is when it is hard um and okay, so everyone's always heard the whole thing about there's more motion in the or there's more motion in the ocean. Where is that? What how you say it? There's more motion. No, wait. In the ocean. What is I don't the know term? This one. The motion is in the ocean. Oh, I'm totally messing this up. Um, um, it's all about quality, it's, it's about not movement, about quantity. Yeah. It's about what you do with it. It's not about the thing. Like you could have a huge or even just like average or above average diok and not know what you're doing and just have sex with someone like a jackrabbit and it will not be good sex. They will not necessarily love your penis. Um, but if you are doing all the right movements, moving slower than slow, like we always say in here, doing a lot of warm up, you have plenty of fingers and, um, and a mouth and a whole body. Uh, the focus doesn't have to be on your cock. In fact, there are plenty of people who enjoy being touched with mouths and fingers over penises and because they can honestly have more control over them and do a lot more. There's also things like harnesses where you can put dildos in there. The, the, what's that one called? The the deuce. The deuce, yes. My spare parts. And there's a hole on the bottom for your homegrown cock to hang out so it can still be touched. But there's a hole on the top where you can put any size dildo in there and be any size you want to any day and still pleasure someone um, and again, it's just going to be more about the the movement and how you show up energetically, right? Like it's not, yes, size will matter for some people. And yes, there will be some people that will be assholes when they see a cock that isn't what they deem to be, you know, a, a good size cock. Um, and that's their stuff. You know, if they're laughing at you, honestly, you don't, you don't need those people in your life. Those people are... Um, stuck in their own stuff they're still in like high school mean girls or mean boys yeah. phase they don't know how to communicate in a way that is loving and um like an adult and yes they could choose to not be your partner or be intimate with you because maybe cock size is important to them and there are people out there who will see beyond that and i think that the not having sex for two years as you mentioned it's i'm assuming a lot of it has to do with maybe like the past experience and your you probably have fear in in being, you know, sexual with people after that traumatic ex those experiences. I mean, I, I understand, but I think it's important to kind of get in tune with yourself and feel good about yourself and all the ways that you want to and accept your body for what it is and and sort of get the confidence there because confidence just you know, fake it till you make it. Do the exercises in your brain to know that you are amazing. Um, and give yourself positive affirmations and go in confidently to your next 
date or experience. And, and, um, there's so many other techniques out there that can make you a sexual fucking boss. Well, and I think with what April's saying too is, um, unloading some of that shame so that you can go unconfidently because while the shame's wearing you down, weighing you down, it's going to be hard to do that. Um, so find ways to make it so that the shame isn't something that's so big for you, you know, um, go out yourself to really, really, really safe outlets and don't bottle up inside. And I would suggest also when you do start dating someone, um, and instead of just like whip taking your pants off and just seeing their reaction, actually having that conversation with them about that, you know, about uh, your insecurities, but also develop other skills again sexually like become a sexual badass with ways that things that don't involve your cock yeah which is what most people are craving again like learn all these skills that you can do with your mouth and your hands and through communication and through showing up and erotic massage and and, and romancing check out anal because anal is could be awesome with um a smaller cock a smaller cock yeah like it can actually be quite fun and and um, it quite enjoyable, and then you can do other things um, with other parts of the body. So yeah. while you're in that experience, so there's there's ways, um, yeah, na- to navigate through this um, this thing. Yeah, I think we we live in a culture that glorifies the dick and a larger dick, and deep down, um, having confidence and skills with other things other than the cock, or even when using the cock. Um, goes much further yeah. and and you there are people out there who will love you for who you are for however you show up and the people that are haters and are not speaking lovingly and if you're one of those people who has shamed someone for something like laughed at them um, it's time to consider your actions and what that actually does to people and to learn new ways to communicate because um, that tells me that there's something in yourself that you could use to work on right so to this listener who wrote us, thank you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being you. Thank you for opening yourself up. And um, hopefully we gave you some helpful info to um, get you on your way, your happy, sexual, empowered way. And if you want to learn new skills, you can read books. There's instructional DVDs. We have uh, various workshops at purepleasureshop.com. And there are online workshops if you're not in Santa Cruz. Um, so you could learn more there. But just, yeah, just start learning and expanding and yeah. growing. Yeah. And um, yeah, hopefully that helps. I feel for you and fuck those haters. <laughs> um, so y'all just, I, we've said this on a few podcasts. Uh, podcasts. Well, podcasts. I don't know. I, I like when people say text and they say Texas. Texas, like Texas. Yeah. Texas. Text. Uh, but we uh, really appreciate your questions. Thank you for writing us. And we apologize for the lull in our response. Um, remember that Amy and I are doing this voluntarily. So a lot of times we um, we run behind. So we will get to your question eventually and either by an email response or we'll answer your question on the air, depending. We also have this app you can access us through if you're dying to know. It's called Juicebox. The chainsaw and, in the uh, background right now. <laughs> <laughs> we are outside. Yeah. Um, so if you want your question answered and there's not just Amy and I on this app, there's about 30 other sex educators um, and with the credentials to help you. So the Juicebox Box app is available um, for iPhone users, mm-hmm. and um, it's, it's a really minimal fee for a lot of interaction with a with a certified sex um, educator. Yep. So yeah, you can go get your sex questions answered 
instantly for very little money um and it's all over text so it's still anonymous and yep. you can get 60 percent off with coupon code shameless sex uh when you sign up i think it's in all caps or you just let them know that you heard about it from shameless sex yeah. and they you just mention us and they'll they'll hook you up yep. but we will try to answer your questions it's just taking us a while i do want to also touch on margins wine because we talk about it weekly but honestly y'all if you haven't signed up for the newsletter at marginswine.com check it out she's gonna have a bunch of new releases coming out it's boutique beautiful affordable wine um, from mostly california but underrepresented wine regions and it's underrepresented varietals so you can try something new it's raw wine it's tasty wine um, raw wine meaning it doesn't have all the preservatives um, that give you the headache after drinking wine if you're like one of those people that's like oh i get such a headache from wine drinking it's, it's because of this the, all of the um the gnarly preservatives they're putting into wine. And remember, it's not regulated, so they can really put what they want into um, the wine. Um, so. The bottle that you brought of the Chen, Ch the Chenin Blanc, Chenin Blanc, Chenin Blanc to our friends uh, Vegan Mondays, uh, they opened it and people were trying, they were blown away. Yeah. They were like, what is this? And I was like, it's kind of like yummy. a sour beer, right? They're like, yeah. And people who don't even like wine. Yeah. Like, they and people that don't love like sour beer. It. I'm not a big sour beer fan. Like from time to time, I'll have one. Mm. But I love this wine. It, it's, it's really so crisp. Good. It's so well, it's not heavy like beer. No. It's so just all you have to do, it, and we're not asking you to buy the wine, just sign up for the newsletter. And then maybe if you're feeling inspired, even as a wine. gift, um, check out her selection. And she's going to have some new releases really soon. So that's marginswine.com. Dot com. All right, well, should we start with our episode? Yeah, Bondislaws. You're all wondering what it is. Uh, if you're not following us in, on Instagram, I highly suggest it because we did, took a lot of videos and took a lot of pictures in the sexy room with all the restraints. And, and we get a lot of compliments on how awesome our Instagram is because we really put a lot of um, beautiful content out there for you to enjoy. So go enjoy. Go enjoy. All right. All right, let's, let's do, do it. it. All right, everyone. It is time to dive into the podcast as promised. Without further ado, oh. let's talk about this. Bondage. So first I'm going to read a little bio for our guest here. just want to set the scene, everyone, before I read the bio. <laughs> we are in person here. We're not recording on Skype for once with our guest speaker. Uh, and we are in a beautiful room uh, sitting on a massage table with, are these satin sheets? Oh, yeah, satin. satin. Satin sheets. Black satin. Black satin sheets. And there are restraints on the black satin pillow. There's a collar and there's ankle restraints and wrist restraints and a, and blindfold, a blindfold that will make it so you can't see a damn thing. Um, I'm pretty sure you get pinned down, pinned the wrong word, but clipped to mm -hmm. this massage table. There's headphones behind us. And I know that there's all kinds of fun little trinkets and oils. And so probably just some materials to stand. Yeah, all hidden. Yes. yes. You don't <laughs> yeah. know what you're going to get. So this is where we're actually recording in the room where um, the magic has happened in the past. And uh, so let me tell you about who we're interviewing. So, Jaylene Bennis is a sensual domina, a professional body worker, the creator and founder of Bondissage, and co-author of Bondissage Kinky Erotic Massage Tips for Lovers. To learn more, visit bondissage.com, that's B-O-N-D-A-S-S-A-G-E.com, and listen to the end because we have a special discount for you all to get 50% off because she has some online courses. So, Very welcome, Jaylene. Hi, Jaylene. Hi. Super excited to have you here. Super excited to be here. Yay. We, uh, April, so, April and I were in a hotel room in Montreal, and we're like, 
We need more like kinky stuff. People ask us all the time yeah. for more kinky stuff. Yeah. And you've you've known each other for years. some time yeah. now. Since the beginning. Yeah. 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 And, I, and I've actually experienced Bondasage. Yeah, you have to tell the, the I story. I will tell the story. story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was a demo model for it. And <laughs> it was it's awesome. it's like the best story it's for a, sure. It's great. Especially for people who aren't really deep in the kink world. They're like, what? Yeah. This is, Bondasage is such a great gateway drug. Yeah. You know, it, it is. is such a great gateway drug. It's a little sample, kinky sampler plate. You get to try a bunch of different things. Yeah. It's all really safe and fun, and we yeah, yeah we t- so tell us what what is bondage. We kind of set the scene for where we are, but what, can you tell us more about it? Sure, bondage is a type of bondage massage. So it's um, uh, what we do is in a traditional bondage setting, we um, do a little bit of the uh, d de- the dominant submission part of BDSM. So BDSM is bondage. Um, dominant submission, uh, sadomasochism, sadism, and masochism, mm-hmm. and and I missed one, but that's I okay. know one of them is a dual. Like there's, there's they double dual up, but yeah, double right, up, right, totally, yeah, they uh-huh. double up. So um, it, it's a tied sensory deprivation massage. So um, when you come in, um, we have you undress, we have you kneel down, you get collar, a leather collar around your uh, neck leather cuffs on your wrist and your ankles. You have a really comfortable pat, uh, padded blindfold that you put on. Um, and then noise-canceling headphones that are connected to specially selected music. So we have different music for bondage than we do for the lighter, slower, softer uh, version, which is called Elysium. So we have two different, two different um, types of, of massage offerings. So, um, and then... It's a little bit of massage, a little bit of kink. Mm-hmm. So we start with some sensory play, so some soft things on on um, dry skin. So we'll use fur mitts or fur floggers or satin pillowcases or something soft. And then we'll do a little bit of massage and then a little bit of kink. And what it does is it increases the endorphins and then it spreads it out. Mm-hmm. And then, so you, you go up to these peaks and then you go back out again. And so it's really super fun it's like this roller coaster ride you get to try a bunch of different things or have a have a bunch of different things tried on you and your body responds so rather than intellectually processing it and saying you know I don't think I want to try the Wartenberg wheel mm-hmm. when you're tied down and if I do it the way that I know that you might not like it but if if, if I do it the way that I think you might like it mm-hmm. and you don't really know what it is you could be like oh that was really cool what, what was, was that, that? yeah <laughs> that, you're blindfolded that and you're, thing yeah. you didn't want right and there's so many tools that we use so I like like Amy said, all of my things are, are in drawers. You don't really see what we're going to play with, um, and that's because a lot of the things are really mundane. And if you saw what they were, you'd be like, "What are you going to do with that satin pillowcase going to do for me? What are you yeah. going to do with the vibrating toothbrushes?" You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know? and yet, yeah. and yet, when you experience them, you're like, "Oh my god, what was that?" Mm-hmm. And you know. So there are a lot of mundane things that you can use, which is a great thing for couples to use with bondage because you really don't need to go in and buy a whole lot of things. You know, you can get a blindfold from, you know, CVS or you can go get a sleep mask and you can use satin ties to tie up the wrists and the ankles and you could put in your um, earbuds, mm-hmm, you know, right. for, for that sensory deprivation part. And then you can go raid your, your kitchen drawer or your bathroom and look for household yeah. items. Look, look for yes. household items because there's, there's so many things, yeah. right? The wooden spoon. That's great. Right. You want something, you want all sorts of different types, as many different types of sensations as you can. 
Mm-hmm. So, so you can go all out and spend 30 grand, you know, on, on kinky toys, but you don't need to. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a really fun, really creative way to play in the kink world without doing something that seems really scary. Mm-hmm. Um, we negotiate ahead of time on, on if there's any hard limits that you want, that you don't want. So you don't, um, you know, you don't like stingy things. So I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't use stingy things or I might try stingy things. A little bit. <laughs> She's like, I might still, I might still, but, but, in, a, but in a way that, you know, isn't going to be too stingy. Like Correct. people, you, cause I, my understanding is a lot of people, um, their brain associates something with a certain, certain type of, of sense sensation, but it's just the way that it was used on them versus Correct. if it's used in a different way, then all of a sudden, Oh, that's actually pleasurable. Right. Yeah. Right. So you talk to them about pain and the levels I don't of pain? really talk about pain because I bondage is not painful. Okay. Right. Oh, so I really want to make it clear that especially in their first, um, in their first session, it's not, it's not going to be painful at all. Right. And which if, applies to BDSM in general is a lot of people just assume pain mm-hmm. and, and so much of it is about sensations, about power. So there's so many other things Correct. that are happening there. Pain is like not on the table. Often. No. And I don't like the word pain because yeah. it, just, it just has such a negative connotation. A lot mm-hmm. of times we just used increased sensation. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to bump up the intensity, you know, I want to bump up the intensity and because of the sensory deprivation part of bond so because you can't see you can't hear what's going on in the room. You're just listening to this music. You don't know what I'm what I'm doing, and everything else is amplified on your body. Mm-hmm. So when you take one sen- sense away, you know other things are, are heightened. But you take two away, Ooh. all three, or you can't grab things or anything. Yeah. So and yeah. you curate you curate the music. It's not like heavy metal. It's like no. <laughs> it took me forever, and your clients and not your clients, but your uh, your listeners can can access the music. Um, oh. Too, I have a Spotify channel. Oh, nice! Oh, nice. Yeah, what do they look up? Bondage? CEO Bondage. Ah, okay. CEO Bondage. You have to follow me first, and then all the Bondage music. Ah, there, yeah. you get the Bondage music with um, the online courses too. But, oh, cool! But they can always do that. Yeah, we'll so, talk about those in a little mm-hmm. bit. Those yes. So for the music for Bondage, it is non-English music that has a beat because we do do some body percussion so like flogging and spanking and mm. things like that so it helps to have a beat so you can hear it too while you're yes. doing ah, yes got it. so the way i set it up is now actually it's great because they finally came out with bluetooth splitters but uh-huh. you have your music source and then what i use is the old analog ones which are like a little y a mm-hmm. headphone splitter and one goes to the wireless headphones so they can um, hear the music and then the other ones goes to external speakers so I can hear exactly what you're hearing um, in, in your head and that started because one time I was doing an S&M session and they were jackhammering outside <laughs> <laughs> and I put headphones on somebody and I was like god it would be great if I could hear what they're hearing and so there is a way and now with bluetooth you can do it you can sync to bluetooth you can do a Bluetooth speaker and Bluetooth headphones. Oh, helpful. So nice. you can do it that way too. Technology. And it doesn't have to be wireless, but I like wireless because I trip over everything. Right. I don't yeah. have to worry about the cords. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Look at all these cords. Oh my God. Dangerous. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So is, is bondage for anyone? Absolutely. For couples? For any sexual orientation? Absolutely. Anyone. Absolutely. Anybody that has a body. Nice. You know, anybody that has a body. It's fabulous for everyone. You know, professionally, we see mostly male clients. But in my work, um, in the last few years, we've really reached out to couples and are teaching couples how to do bondage on each other. And that is just so amazing. We t- I have talks with them about you know, kind of how much experience they have, what they're looking to try, what they may be interested in. Um, 
And then in general, when I work with uh, couples, if it's a hetero couple, I'll have the man on the table first and I'll work with the woman and I'll show her how to do a modified bondage session, kind of a strip down one, um, especially if, you know, they don't need to learn flogging or whatever, whatever they want to do. And that helps a couple different things. One, um, it builds trust between me and the, the, uh, female part of the couple it um, she learns all the stuff that we're going to do so that when she gets on the table later she's kind of familiar with it and it's not something out of the blue um, because it's really important to to really um, have women's backs and mm-hmm. and to create that trust men and I'll just sound stereotype but they they're here for the ride you know <laughs> they don't care they're just like you know make me happy and yeah. i'll do, do whatever do. do yeah. whatever do everything's all good <laughs> you know <laughs> it's all good but a lot of times with women it's like we really i really need to have her back so um and and i can't tell you how many times when i'm showing women how to do bondage on men they just light up mm. because it's it may be the first time in their relationship where she's running the show you don't need to worry about what you're looking like or sucking in your stomach or whatever. You get to do whatever you want. And I teach people, I teach everybody how to read the body because you're not getting verbal feedback, right? So it's not like harder, harder. You need to look at their body. You need to look at their breathing. For guys, you need to look at their genitals to see if this is exciting for them. And if it's not, that's fine. Just move to something else and mm-hmm. figure something else out that they like. Um you can gauge intensity. Um, like if you're, say you're doing some spanking and you're getting a little bit harder, I teach people how to actually look at the receiver's toes. Mm. Men can be very, very stoic and not be very, um, women can too, and not be very demonstrative physically. But if you're reaching their limits, they'll start clenching their toes, mm-hmm. you know? So that's a great nonverbal clue because you are not, this is not one of those like, how am I doing left, right, up, down, harder, faster, whatever uh-huh. you're tuning into their energy you're connecting with them energetically you're slowing way down so and you're getting feedback directly from the body so mm. it's a really wonderful way to create a deeper connection with your partner mm-hmm. and then right? and then they can go home and practice they go home and practice mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. They learn all these tools then go and practice and then some folks are coming just for their own um, their own journeys sure. as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or uh, yeah. most times we send them right to pure pleasure. And uh-huh. go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go, go to pure pleasure. Go to pure pleasure. We have lots of sex toys. <laughs> Purepleasureshop.com. You get 15% off with coupon code shameless. Shameless plug. Shameless PP. And no, all shameless caps. PP, but that was a shameless plug. I yeah. Um, can you tell us, okay, actually, I'm going to tell my experience yeah. of having, so I was a demo model years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was in, was I? Oh, I think I was, Oh, you know what happened? I was just getting out of a relationship where um, they would not have been supportive of this um, just because it, my Amy Wilde side of like, my body is an experiment project and I just want to try all these things. Well, that kind of freaked them out. <laughs> um, so I was newly single and it was like, you, you had offered this to me because you were teaching someone else how to practice bondage. So I was just coming as a demo model and, um, and we did the whole thing, got here. I think that you already had some chocolates and mm-hmm. something nice for me, like a nice beverage <laughs> and of some nice, nice chilled water. And then we did a negotiation and you had asked me some questions, uh, what was on the table, what wasn't on the table. And I think we had said that we negotiated vibrations that I, um, that I like vibrators. And, and then you had asked me if is light anal play. Okay. And I was like, why not? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I remember taking my clothes off. Did I take a shower before? Do you have people take shower before? Okay. Yeah. I remember taking a shower before. 
And um, everything was just really luxurious. I remember the whole experience from like start to finish felt almost like this kinky spa experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and then I remember you asked me to get down on my knees and you put a collar on me mm-hmm. and then had me lay down on the table and uh, probably then put the the um, the restraints on my wrists and ankles or mm-hmm. at least my wrists and were you blindfolded at this point? No, you can blindfold once you put once you go down into the face cream. Oh, okay, oh yeah. So you, first you're bound down, then mm-hmm. you're blindfolded. No, now what what we do is so I put the wrist restraints and the ankle restraints on you. Have you get on the table? Uh-huh. Make sure the face cradle is the right height for okay, you. Okay, make sure it makes all that comfortable. Then I put the blindfold on you so you can adjust it. Okay, mm-hmm. you uh-huh, know because yeah. you need to be comfortable in the face cradle. And we use yeah. a particular type of blindfold called a mindfold. I love mindfold. We have them at Pure Pleasure. Yes. They're amazing. You can't see anything. They're so comfortable. They're like foam, yeah. right? Yes. Uh-huh. So they foam around yeah. your face they're so you foam and they have eyeball cut out so oh, you yeah. can you open your eyes inside and you can't there's see nothing anything. in the way for your eyelashes i need that for the plane oh my god i, I love them so great Seriously. Yeah. No mascara messiness yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> get them yeah yes yeah my fault at pure pleasure <laughs> and um and then i put the headphones on and then and then i tie you up and the okay. reason i do that is because you're gonna make the final kind of adjustments like adjust the headphone on your face and adjust this and i want you to rub your nose and scratch yeah. your do, yeah. do all those things before i tie down your hands get oh, yeah so get it. comfortable first get everything situated then we're gonna take away your ability to move see and hear and really move a lot oh, <laughs> yeah. okay mm-hmm. um and i remember there's really nice music and then it's, i remember it starting with some really warm oils and then um and so it was just you know like a body massage and then there was uh some just different utensils and different things different mm-hmm. sensations of course n- there was no pain of any sort like mm-hmm. you were asking about that but there was never anything that pain there was of course different playing with things like a little stinging or a little thumping um or like a light like a something that had a kind of a slap and then there was like a tickle mm-hmm. and then there's a vibration and mm-hmm. um and and it, so it was it was awesome and so at first I was uh, laying down and um, I remember feeling that uh, there was a, a rope going around my wrists and I was getting my my wrists were getting tied to each other behind my back mm-hmm. and then I remember um, something cold and stainless steel slipping into my ass <laughs> and I was like oh I'm gonna get tied to my ass for my wrists <laughs> that's happening right now um, and. And it was cool. I had always what seen was it in your bum? It's an anal hook. It was. It's a, it has a butt plug. See, that sounds no, gnarly, right? The ones that we use don't have the don't have the hole. Don't have the um the loop. They have the loop. Oh they yeah. Don't, they don't have the ball in the end. Okay. Just the hook. Yeah. Okay. So, but it goes. So it doesn't. It's not like a plug that is hooked. It has a loop that comes out of it that you tie a rope to, right? No, it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, is, uh-huh. and it ties. And normally we tie it at back to the back of their collar. Okay. Yeah. Their yeah. collar. So you're kind of like tied choking, to yourself. Tied yeah. to yourself. Oh. Choking. And maybe is that's what happened. I don't mm-hmm. exactly remember. But I remember there was something that was being tied, and I was like, I know what's happening here. Mm-hmm. And it was it was awesome because we at that time I think we were selling some of them at Pure Pleasure. And and anal hooks like, are like metal. Yeah. Right? Stainless steel. Oh, she's gonna pull steel. one out. Yeah. Because that sounds like to a, a layman. And that would be like an anal hook. That's correct. Gnarly, which right? is which is why I mean, ten years down the road, which is why I used to never talk about the anal hook because it looks scary. Yeah, it looks really intense. It looks really extreme. Oh, oh. that's it. Okay, so we're gonna take a picture. And but then when you but then when you do it, it's like it's as big as your index finger. And we're taking a photo of it now to go online. Yeah, you'll see what an anal hook looks yeah, like. Yeah, if you're not following us on Instagram, you must follow us now yes, because we're going to put this picture of an anal hook on there. It's not yeah. as gnarly as I would have pictured. No, it's, and it's it really comfortable. It's comfortable. Yeah. You can't do it face up. You have to do it face down, yeah. right? Okay. So face down and it's in and it just gives you the feeling of being impaled on some on something. It's not even, when we use it on men, it doesn't even hit, hit their 
prostate, prostate at all. Yeah. No, which is only two and a half inches in. So right. that's like yeah. it's not right. Very big. So it's not it, that's not that it's more just the feeling of oh my god I'm inhaled I'm in a meat t- hook and it's like the yeah. size of a of an index finger, that's a small it. index finger. I'm, well, I, I like I'm like I'm kind of I'm tied up to my ass right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a first. That's pretty awesome. That's and so and it just fun. felt like this nice pressure slash and just and there's that eroticism that is found in the like. I'm bound, you know, yeah, that and right. that. And, and I felt super safe, too. It was, you know, Jaylene and another woman yep. that were working me in. Um, oh, and with with that, I don't remember what we negotiate, but how do you let people know what is this? Like, how do they let you know if something's too much or they need to slow down or like safe words? So uh, so in a traditional bond session, when I talk to somebody ahead of time, I ask them what their limits are. And I say, this is not an S&M session. I am not going to give you a safe word. Not the first time, you yeah. know. Um, so if something comes up, just let me know. You yeah. know, if you need to r- blow your nose or you're going to itch or whatever just let me know because yeah. people don't have like a ball gag in or no something. they can no, speak like, they yeah. have to be able to speak yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Okay. but they don't you know I mean it's this is really I need to get you out of verbal this is for many men in particular and women who tend to be in their masculine a lot it's the first time that they drop down in their bodies and get out of their heads you mm-hmm. know and it really takes the blindfold and the headphones to be able to and take away your your ability to to. I think it'd be good for me to try this because I'm in my head all the time. <laughs> just be like, let go, April. Yeah, let go, finally. Oh. Yeah, and it you know it's it's kind of even like getting a general massage. Sometimes mm-hmm. it takes like 20 minutes before you can get out of your head and you can just kind of drop. You're oh, finally yeah. there. Oh yeah. yeah. And so that's why with bond massage we do a little bit of kinky stuff, then we go back to massage. Yeah. Then we do kinky stuff and go back to massage. It's two things. It's just to. Um, to give you a break and to just experience these peaks and valleys and also to build up the erotic energy and then spread it around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that when at the end, it's just, it's amazing. I mean, people cry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's huge. It's really profound. I imagine people have some deeply spiritual experiences mm-hmm. on this table. It could be very trancy. It could be uh-huh. very trance-like. Um, yeah, I have one client who goes to other places at the end all the time and other it's just dimensions like, yeah yeah he, go, he, yeah, yeah, he uh he he thinks of a color or something and then all of a sudden he's like in a past life or yeah. something yeah, yeah so it's, it's just really interesting but there's all sorts of different um uh you know different experiences on there from people crying to a lot of giggling mm-hmm. you know to not a lot of verbal talk afterward not a lot of talking afterwards it's not really not a you know so how was that why don't you right. process this you yeah. know it's right. not it's just they go wow yeah wow a lot. oh my god <laughs> and wow yeah. wow yeah. and then I sit with them for a long time and you, you bring know, them chocolate after. I bring them chocolate oh. yeah. and wrap them all up yeah. how long is a session typically typically 90 minutes 90 at least minutes. It's, oh, it's okay. at least 90 minutes yeah it's wow. usually about an hour face down and a half an hour face yeah that's up. I remember okay. that we did flip over mm-hmm. and, our, and I do remember again more like sensual oil stuff yeah. and um, and then there was I think it was when like the vibrations came out too when yeah. I flipped over too but yeah, I was. It, I remember that, but yeah, your whole body. Did you gets, have an orgasm? Um, I actually did. Yeah, you did. Did you get out the, the vibrator. Wand? Yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I nice. did. Yeah, yeah. I totally did. Um, and yeah, and, and and I think what was happening was the other person, the woman that you mm-hmm. were training, was using the vibrator, mm-hmm. and you, I think, were like you were taking your arms around my or your not your arms, yeah. your hands around my breasts. And it was pretty awesome. Orgasm. Yeah, that sounds. It's nice. Yeah. To I have four sessions. hands on yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a four-handed orgasm. Uh, how did bondage come about? Like, how did you? I was um, develop this. Yeah, I was. I had started working as a professional dominant. Two thousand and four, two thousand three, two thousand four. I've been kinky my whole life, you know. So I've I've been kinky. I knew how to do all the scenes and. Um, 
And <laughs> one month I thought my rent was going up 500 bucks. So I put an ad up on Craigslist back in Craigslist and I got, you know, 20 phone calls that day, oh, wow. 300 phone calls that month. So I started doing some professional dominant work. And at that time I was a really heavy sadist. So um, I was very particular in what I did and it was, I, I'm not into the psychological domination stuff of, of that. I want to tie you down, blindfold you and play with your body. That yeah. was, it's really, so not, none of the role play, none stuff, of the role play. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah none yeah. of that, none of that really floated my boat. It's not my yeah. thing. I like to play with your body yeah. and, mm-hmm. um, and I like to hit a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and so, um, I did that. I still do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I noticed that the clients that I would have would have these big, huge cathartic experiences and they'd come back maybe three, four times a year. It wasn't like a monthly kind of thing. I wanted to get into and offer more erotic massage because I love that. I didn't kind of like the model that was out there. Mm. And so like I told you guys earlier, my whole business model is based on fuck that. So, <laughs> so in erotic massage, generally you're either nude or you have your underpants on and people are staring at your boobs and trying to shove fingers where they shouldn't be. And mm. you're negotiating all that. And I said, you know, fuck that. I'll just take what I do for my diagnostic S&M session, which is to th- to sh- throw a lot of different things at people to see what their bodies respond to, right? So there's many people that would be like, oh my God, I don't like this. But when you're tied down and blindfolded, you might like it the way I do it, you mm-hmm. know? So it's not always off. So even though hard limits are hard limits, and I totally respect those. So if you say nothing internal, I won't do anything internal. Um, but uh, I took my basic diagnostic session and then I just broke it up and put a, a little bit of massage, a little bit of kink, a little bit of massage, a little bit of kink. And people really loved it. It, w- it just went ballistic. And I went from doing, you know, 10 sessions, 10 S&M sessions a month to doing like 60 bondage sessions. And people were flying across the country. They were coming up from LA. Um, nobody has cars in San Francisco. So <laughs> I, you know, somebody wanted me to schlep everything up there. And that's where I met Eve, uh, Minnex, Eve, Eve, Eve Minnex, Minnex, yeah. who wrote the book with me. Um, I said, you know, can I use your space? Schlepped everything up there once. And I was like, fuck that. So yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. when I started training practitioners, ah. you know, so I started training practitioners because I couldn't be, you know, there's only so much you can do. Yeah. Yourself. You one person trying to do everything. Correct. Uh-huh. And initially when I started bond dressage, I trademarked the name and I copyrighted the sequence because I initially thought that I was going to do a DVD for couples. Oh, well you did a lot more than that. I did a lot more than that. <laughs> um, so I thought that's, that was my initial goal. So, you know, like in a lot of businesses, the business you end up is not the one you start with, mm-hmm. you right. know, and you have to be able to evolve and, you know, DVDs died and, and, and that, um, yeah, so it took off. So we've trained about 208 to about 280 people around the world. Um, and, uh, probably have around a hundred right now that are actively practitioners that are, that are working as practitioners. And then I took some of the practitioners and I turned them into trainers. So to, to train other practitioners, because again, I live in this beautiful space, you know, South of Santa Cruz and I don't want to travel to do this, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, I wouldn't want to leave this place. No, <laughs> no, it's great. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And so I have a couple of trainers who actually just travel to train, mm-hmm. you know, so that they're willing to, to go wherever people need to need to do that to, to train. So you can experience bondage with a practitioner if you want to. You can um, experience it. You can buy the book and get the book. But I would recommend that you get the online courses. So we mm-hmm. had last year and the year before created two online courses. Um, the first one's just based right off the book and it has access to the music. It has some... Um, 
some uh, questions in there, you know, for exploration journal exploration, some some uh, some questions you can answer, and then it has the curated shopping list. So all the things that I recommend that I personally use because I can't tell you I've spent tens of thousands of dollars on stuff because every sex toy is 150 bucks right yeah. You know? yeah and then you get it and you're like well this sucks yeah this, this, sucks. Is, not what this I sucks this mm-hmm. is not so i have a curated shopping list of the toys and and tools that i love that i use that everybody loves and gets you know so that's in the first course the second course um the advanced course and again she'll give you the code to get uh 50 off of both of these is um created a bunch of short little videos. They're usually about five minutes or less that detail everything that's in the course. So you get to see how I set up my room. You get to see all the toys I use. You get to see everything. So I, I teach you everything that we do within a bond sequence in pieces and pieces. You don't learn the sequence. You can't find the sequence anywhere online. You have to, if you want to become certified in it, you need to either come to me to be certified in it, or you need to go to a trainer and become mm-hmm. certified in it. You can't do that. Um, actually I'm wrong because now you can do that online. You can, you can do that online um, with Liana, who is uh, my partner in Australia. There is an online certification. It takes you a few weeks to do yeah, it because okay. you have to get your own demo models. You have to do it through Skype yeah. and things like that. Okay. So they're still observing you in the process. They're yeah. observing you in the process. Yeah. yeah. So it's really important when you, when you become a certified practitioner, I do the trainings one-on-one so I can really craft it to your skill set, mm-hmm. right? So if you come in with a lot of S&M skills, then maybe I teach you more about more massage skills, more energetic skills, things like that. So I can really tailor it. Yeah. So you have a really well, well, so you could just well-rounded. You can get the online videos if you just want to learn how to That's do bondage. Absolutely, and, are, and you can jump to whichever section interests you. As correct, well, because they're only five minutes. That's correct. great. Correct, correct. Yes, and mm. and so that's what I would recommend just for regular people. Yeah, you know that's the best way to do it. And yeah. and again, you can go out and spend a bunch of money and and you know on, on the toys, and you can find everything around your house too. Yeah. There's so many things that are pervertibles, right? We call yeah. it pervertibles. Pervertibles. I like that. That's yeah. adorable. So what about, so for folks who want to learn to be a trainer, what does that look like? Or not a trainer, I'm sorry, a practitioner. So to be a practitioner, you need to fill out the application and um, give us some ideas on what type of training you had, you've, you've had already, what kind of professional experience you've had already. And then as a practitioner, you would either come see me or one of the trainers. For bondage, it's a two-day training. So we take you through the sequence four times on four different demo models and also teach you anything you need to know, like how to flog, how to, you know, safely, how to whatever, whatever you need. Um, so that's as a practitioner. Um, you don't need to do this professionally. You can go do your certification and not do anything with it and just have it for your own benefit. Cause that's what we can, what I don't have anything to do with your business after that. Cause that's mm-hmm. not legal. Um, <laughs> but um, so own. anybody can, can do that in person training. I would suggest, I would really suggest doing the online training first. I mean the, just the online courses first, right. you know, to see if you like it and to see if this is something that really interests you before you spend um, the money to, to do the per, in person training. Mm-hmm. Um, once you're a practitioner, if you want to be a trainer, um, no matter who you trained with, you come back and train with me for another two days and I retrain you in everything. And um, and then you can go out and, and train other people. Right. Mm. Yeah. But really, you could just 
spice up your sex life with this and yeah. just kind of keep Absolutely. it keep it really um, light. Not not necessarily with the training because I think for a person like me, I just want some of the skills. Absolutely, yeah. So I can spice up a Saturday night. Absolutely, and there are so many things. That's the beauty of Bondage. We use so many different tools and techniques. It's it's you can't ever get bored. I mean, when people are like, do you have any new toys? And I'm like, I don't understand how you can <laughs> possibly get bored with this. And mm. one of the things that I really recommend in bondage is to limit your palate. Mm. So pick two soft things, pick one or two implements to hit them with, you know, mm. your hands being one and maybe a flogger mm -hmm. and pick two or three sensation toys. So maybe you're using a vibration, maybe you're using a Wartenberg yeah. wheel, maybe you're using satin pillowcase. Mm -hmm. Those are the spike wheels, right? The little yeah. spike wheels. Right. And I'll take you through afterwards. You can take a bunch of photos of yeah. whatever yeah. you want to do. So, um, yeah, because like in, like as an artist, sometimes you're more creative, the more limited palette you have. You're like, I have these three things. What can I do with this? Mm -hmm. So um, one time I had a client where I just used a, a wooden hairbrush mm. for everything. Uh -oh. So I used the bristles and I did a dry brush scrub. Mm. I used the bristles and I tapped them with it. I used the back of the wooden brush to as a smooth implement mm -hmm. i used it to hit mm -hmm. um i took the wooden handle i put a condom on it i fucked them with it mm. you know yeah. Yeah. so all one tool yeah right so when you limit um that's it's one of the things that beginner beginning kinksters tend to do is to put out 50 things and do two seconds of this and two seconds to that mm. um one of the things i really uh, go over and over and over again in bond is to do it super slowly that's Amy's motto too. Go slower, slower than down. slow. Slower yeah. than slow. Because yeah. especially with these body sensations, you do too fast, your body can't process it. It doesn't know what it's doing. But you when miss out. You miss yeah. out on everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so go slower than slow. Slower than slow. Got and it. see how many different ways you can use your implements, right? I mean, you could use a fork to drag. You can use a fork to poke. You mm -hmm. could turn around and use the, the handle of the fork to thump yeah you could put a condom on it and fuck them with it <laughs> <laughs> no. probably not the pokey side not the yeah. pokey side yeah. <laughs> you have to put like 10 condoms on it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, just, yeah. But, Hot, um, cotton balls at the end yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so innovative so there's yeah so many options but you're saying really slow down and narrow it down too and don't make it don't overcomplicate things and, Correct. and take your time with each thing and really drag it out to explore it and yeah. what i like to do what i like to do homework sessions for couples <clears throat> excuse me, is to have them have a, like a lab session where it's not like their date night, but it's like Wednesday from, you know, eight to nine. We're just going to try these different things out just to see how they work and how you like them and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of a test lab. Yeah. It's a journey. Right. Yeah. But it's not, it's not the whole bondage thing, mm -hmm. right? We're just going to try different implements and, and get your skills up on them. Mm. Excuse me, I have to cough. Um, get your skills up on them. And then you can incorporate it into your sessions later. So okay. if you need some some practice doing some flogging or something, that's what you would do outside of your bond session time. Okay. So I the absolute that. necessities, if I wanted to go home and try this, I'd watch a video or, <laughs> or two both, yeah, both or videos, yeah. a few videos yeah. and then get some kind of tools, household items, things that I have. But do you recommend definitely um, some kind of restraint system for you sure? Use, you can use, you can do the under bed restraints that yeah, you sell at pure pleasure. Oh, yeah, yeah, under the bed restraints. Oh, those are really oh, yeah. good. They yeah. go under your mattress. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh-huh. I actually want to get those. I you don't to- have them? Oh, no, girl. I've always wanted them. Birthday present. Oh, yeah, my birthday's next month. <laughs> yeah. So something to tie them down with. And if people have problems being tied down, you can always do it like a verbal, um, verbal bondage, right? So you can say, I, I want you to put your hands here and you can't move them. If yeah. you move them, I'm going to stop. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, so yeah, people okay. that are maybe claustrophobic, right. that's kind of a way around that. Oh, nice. You could also like tie them with a piece of string or something, you know, yeah. that they could easily get out of. So for, so there's always ways around um, challenges, yeah. right? Um, you're going to need some, some way to tie them down or keep them immobile, um, some way to blindfold them and some kind of way to take away their their sense of sound and so I recommend if you don't get the splitter so that you can actually hear the music you can still kind of hear it through headphones Mm -hmm. if they put the headphones on or if they have the earbuds on you want to turn the music up loud enough so that they can't really hear you futzing around in the room Mm -hmm. because that's another part of the mystery right so being in bondage is also kind of like being left in bondage Mm -hmm. it's totally different than massage where in massage we want to keep contact with the body at all times you know, and create that connection with bondage. It's okay to like go away for a little bit. The element of surprise and, let them and keep the things hidden, right? Yeah. yeah. I always keep them hidden. Okay. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So those, that's kind of part of it. A lot of people ask like, why do people like bondage? Why do people like sensory play or sensory deprivation? And there's just so much available there. And part of it is that, that mystery or the like building things up as opposed to just giving it all, all the intensity at once. And there's so much like you're, the body becomes your palette. You're like an artist. Yeah, you really are. You're yeah. an erotic, you're an erotic artist. Mm. And so for people, you know, I had clients come in that were like, yeah, or whatever, think the bondage was a little bit too scary. Um, we created Elysium. So Elysium is a slower, more sensual version of Bondage. Elysium has different music. It's really slow, meditative. It doesn't have the beats. Um, we use satin ties instead of the, le- the leather cuffs. We use um, hot oils instead mm. of cream. We use all the soft things and none of the percussion and just a couple of sensation play items. So, okay. so it's the little dipping the toe in the water. But simply... Taking away your sight, taking away your sound and binding you is hugely profound for so many people. And it's hugely helpful for people who are always in their head to get finally let go and get, get down into their body. Mm-hmm. That's, that's one of the most uh, common, you know, uh, things I'd hear was this is like the first time I could drop down into my body. Mm, yeah. That's a, a challenge for a lot of our listeners mm-hmm. too. We get feedback. Like, I can't get out of my head. And it's because it is, it's difficult to breathe in and, and connect with your body. Mm-hmm. So this is a good tool mm-hmm. for that. And talk about an, an ecstatic experience. I always think of ecstatic experiences as really, really helpful when you're feeling like you're in a rut or you're heartbroken or there's just, mm-hmm. you, there's energy in you that needs to move, but it can't mm-hmm. move. And so to go and do something that is highly ecstatic, like skydiving or bondage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good point where your yeah. brain stops thinking it, and yeah, obsessing and perpetually go. yeah. going over the same and thing it's like, over and okay, over again. Okay, body, you can run the show again. That's a great point. Yeah, and you get to learn so much too. Mm-hmm. You learn like you thought you didn't like something, and then you're like, oh my god, that was great. I always thought flogging looked horribly, you know evil yeah. and hurtful mm-hmm. and then you get flogged and you're like oh my god it feels like a massage yeah. it feels so good so yeah. a lot of things in the kink world look really scary and then you experience and you're like that's it yeah <laughs> yeah that's how i thought about the, the anal hook yeah. i was like 
Like, well, I could have a better one. That was awesome. One. Yeah. <laughs> I'd do that again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's and it's so, so you know, I have I have so many return clients, so I would use the hook usually on the, the first time, and then I usually wouldn't use it after that, because then the mystery's kind of gone. Yeah. yeah but with the hook, know. you can also put the, I'll show you later, you can use the kind of butt plugs. If they're like anal play, you can use the butt plugs that have a hole in the bottom for like a vibrator. Uh, you put yeah. the butt plug in, and then you can put the hook in. Oh. And hold it in that way and tie yeah. it up, too. So there's so other. So many options. So many options. Yeah. Oh you God. just get endless. really creative. Yeah. This is great for couples that are looking to spice up their sex life. Absolutely. And that is so, because this isn't so off the cuff where you need a whole like um, dungeon. You know, dungeon. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's still, you're incorporating pleasure and so much pleasure and sensory. Ple- I love it. I really want to check this and out. And it really creates such a profound connection with you and your partner, right? Yeah. Because you're connecting energetically. You're not talking to them. You're not, it's, 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 you're connecting on a such a deeper level mm. and it creates so much trust and you're learning so much more about your partner where if you've been with somebody for a long time, you're like, Oh, he doesn't like that. Yeah. But then try it in a different way. Try yeah. it a different way. And it's like, Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. And, and then you can use it against them. Like, see, I told you you'd like that. <laughs> 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 Finally, that thing that I told you that you would always like, you always said you didn't. Okay. I'm going to stop saying always. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not part of my violent communication. Um, okay. So how do people work? How do people be like to become a practitioner or to work with someone, a bondage practitioner? Every, how do they do these things? You can find everything on bondage.com. Ah, yeah. it's that easy. Bondage.com has a list of all of our practitioners that are currently out there and available. It has links to both the online courses. Again, we're going to give you a, a URL, a link for 50% off of the online courses. Um, everything is on there and the and book is link, on there too the book's on there book's and the on link doesn't expire either nope. and the book is at pure pleasure too oh uh, yeah we have, still have those books I think we have the book yeah I'm pretty sure we I've still, seen those well, books well no because I think we've been able to order it from our book oh, distributor yeah no, so the book again is Bond Massage uh, Kinky Erotic Massage Massage Tips for Lovers I didn't say yeah. that correctly but you all got it um, but it's on uh, Jaylene's website as well you probably find it pure pleasure but they have it on Jaylene's website the coupon code by the way everyone you actually go it's a URL so it's not a coupon code if you go to Bond dot com backslash uh 50 off that's no, five forward zero slash. forward slash yeah okay bondassage.com forward slash five zero off uh that will take you there uh, so bondassage.com forward slash five zero off gives you 50 percent off of the both online courses mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. forward slash is the one with the question mark it ma- that, that that key Yes, the, with the question mark. Yeah, I, the question on the, mark. Just in the case people, no. yeah, <laughs> just in case helpful. people are wondering. Yeah, um, but that's that's a really generous offer that's for our really listeners. Generous, yeah. so thank you for, for and it that. never expires. It never expires. That's super cool. No, and you guys, when you get a chance, you can check out the stuff too. Because yeah, I'm going to yeah. for sure. I know. I'm going to go. So, I'm really excited. I, I, about this. Yeah, I'm super excited about it. I mean, we yeah, I've well, been you've on, already had. Some I've experienced it, but I have not. I have. I remember after experiencing it, kind of playing around with like taking away, playing with blindfolds with partners and trying to take away that that mm-hmm. sense from and but I haven't done the full experience of especially taking away two senses and I know what that feels like because I've been there so mm-hmm. yeah I'm really excited to play with this and this is this is a really really wonderful offering and Yay, now we get to explore Jaylene's magical room of we're gonna have pleasure. some we're gonna post some videos on our Instagram uh-huh. follow us on Instagram if you haven't and we are at shameless sex podcast on Instagram but we're gonna take some videos and show the um the old bondage room absolutely it's gorgeous it is we may never leave <laughs> 
<laughs> we're moving in <laughs> well thank you so much Jaylene this has been so awesome I know I'm yeah. happy that you're local yes yeah you can have yeah. coffee and yep. tea and see how many cool people are in Santa Cruz I know it's amazing cool I know Santa Santa this is the, the place to be uh, so thank you everyone for tuning in we'll see you next Tuesday ciao for now don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com.